Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number three already. All right, it's 6.03 here in the Bayou City. Let's get started off down in Corpus Christi with Captain Cliff Webb this morning. Cliff, good morning. How are you, bud? Oh, good morning, Mickey. All good, man. That's a pretty good southwest wind here. I was listening to Sharky, and it's probably yeah. 14 or 15 here, too. It's crazy. I right. hope it dies down for him at 10 o'clock. I hope it dies for him. Oh, that that all stuff can be stuff, tough stuff in that wind. Yeah, it's, uh, he's young. He's uh, yeah. motivated. <laughs> good deal. Yeah. We actually did some fishing this week. It's good, man. I just finally got got off the dock and got all the stuff done, <laughs> boat sticks, and bought a truck and just did all that stuff for two weeks. I've been you bought trying a to truck, man. Done. What What did you do with your old yeah. Toyota? Did, I, didn't you I have a Toyota? It. I kept it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was fixing to say, don't 22 years that. old. <laughs> How old is it? I, I can't. 22 years old. The last time wow. I bought a truck was 20-something years ago. And you know what? They're a little different. <laughs> you think? <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh, my God, what's this? Welcome to the you new know? age. Have you figured out our work, everything yet? Oh, are you kidding? I had the grandkids <laughs> last weekend, and we went up to Lake Mathis and did some minnesanging and bass fishing stuff, and they, they helped me out with my truck a lot. But we got some of the stuff figured out. But, man, it's nothing worse than an old man in a new truck. It's tough, dude. <laughs> it's tough. But it sure is nice pulling that boat, man. It's great. But I man, bet. so Wednesday, yeah. So <clears throat> I got a trip with Fred Friday. So I said, I told Greg, I said, hey man, let's go, let's go scout on Wednesday. I hadn't been out. Let's go see if we can find some fish. And we caught the weather just right. It was dead calm Wednesday morning. Yeah. I mean, the only morning it was calm. And I was sitting there looking at all these records. I said, man, in August we need to be in, you know, nine ten foot of water and deep rocks with lots of sand around them. So we took off. It's dead calm. And I'll pull in this spot, Mickey. And as I'm getting there, the mud are just all over the rocks. You can just see them. You know, it's real calm, just wadded up on top of these rocks. And I shut down about nine, nine foot of water. And I'm trolling up to these fish. And you can see exactly the shape of the rock because all these mud are up on top of these rocks. And you can see they're not going to go over the edge because they're right. going to be smoked. Gonna stay right and you on can top tell of it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. And what had happened under that full moon, they'd been eating all night. The, the trout, and they were just, those mullet were, <laughs> those mullet did not want to come off the edge of the rocks. And so I pull up there, and I said, we're dealing with a lot of full fish. And as I'm going in there, I had the, the, the fish measuring stick, you know, and I kick it off the ice chest and hit the floor. Bang, it makes so much noise. You wouldn't believe it. It was such a rookie move. And the mullet just shower all over the place. Six-star pop. I go, well, I just want to let you know they're here. Just see if they're here, you know. Like, I can't believe I did that, you know. How many times I, how many times I yelled at the customer for slamming the ice chest? I kicked the, I kicked the measuring stick off the deal. But anyway. At least, at least Greg didn't Greg didn't say nothing. Anyway, it was good. So we pull in there, and I had to troll them on about a hundred yards. Get out of my mess up there. And we start hosing them, Mickey. God, they were just blowing up top water, and they oh, were boy. so full though. They would come up and just blow that top water up and never come back. I mean, normally come back. One and then hit every time wonders. You throw it, I hate that. Yeah, and they, one they, hit they bump it. Yeah, they bump it. Boom, roll it. Bump it. Roll it. And your plastic, they knock the fire out of your plastic and drop it. And then. Uh, huh. 
every once in a while, right when it hit the water, right when it hit the water, boom, you'd hook up. I mean, it was like a reaction hit. And uh, some of the bigger fish I caught was right when the top water hit the water, and I twitched it once, and they blow up on it. But they were so full. You're dealing with fish that just, man, there's acres and acres of bait, shad, shrimp, mullet, right. and they just gorged all night long. And we're coming in there, you know, okay, man, I, know, I know you've been eating barbecue all night, but here, have some more food. It's just what's supposed to happen. But, and so I'm all pumped. I said, well, at least I found the fish for Fred because I've been taking Fred to the same spot the last couple of times. I know he's tired of looking at the same spot. So right. at least the wind was down because when, he, when he's been coming, it's been blowing really hard, so I've been having to stay on the shoreline. But I uh, actually got the fish way out in the center of the bay. So I was all pumped uh, that Fred's come out Friday, you know. And of course, it blew 30 miles an hour all night oh, long, man. Thursday night long. I get up, and it's just the wind's blowing. I go, man, we're so messed up in the spot. I've turned the corner. It's just chocolate milk. You can't see nothing in there. And we mess around, catch one good fish in there, and had to come back and fish the same dang spot. <laughs> and we've been fishing with Fred. <laughs> So <laughs> the last two trips, you know, and we caught some tweakers in there, nothing great, you know. But anyway, it was just funny how you you're all pumped up, know you're gonna hose, and then they turn the switch on with the weather. That's 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 what we do, you know. Right. Just, uh, man, it looks so good on paper, Mickey. <laughs> Always. But uh, it's good. We, you know, our fishing's good. The everybody's going back to school, and boys, uh, the crowd's thinning out. My all God. Right. Oh yeah, it's starting to really thin out. I think this will be the last really busy weekend, and our school starts Wednesday, and so uh, we'll get a little bit of relief here. But uh, well, with that little tom know, stretch, uh, did y'all surf light off any? No, we had one day like two fish. It was weird, and you know it, you could see them on the outside, Mickey stuff busting shad and uh, big anchovy minnows, big schools of glass minnows up on top, big wads of them and stuff busting them, but. They looked like skipjack and, and jackfish. I never saw a lot of trout. Did some surfing, paddle out around there, didn't see much. Our, our surf fishing slow. A good day's too. You know, a couple of decent trout. But right. uh, I had a guy come down and fish with me Tuesday. He came all the way from Dallas. I said, don't come. It's no good. He says, well, I'm down here anyway. And we grounded on Tuesday. We didn't catch nothing. I mean, it was tough. Uh, Bob, Bob, the guy that fishes all the time on the, on the rocks, he saw one tarpon roll on the rocks the other day. But uh, – we just hadn't had the weather, Mickey. It's been a, the strangest year in the surf in the bay for weather. It's just, you know, it is what it is. It's a strange, a strange year. You know, our, I don't know about you guys. Our tides are super low. Yeah, they. But you know, we're getting some decent incoming with it now that we're back on the southwest. It's probably going to yes, curtail sir. that a little bit. You know, that's what's happening. Does we're just getting there and. Right. And I just we I could say, but some little something pushes some water in from the Gulf. We'd love to have a little low come across, bring you some rain, and and push some of that good Gulf water through our system. But we I had that you. upwelling for a while. You know, we had 82 degree water. Now our, our Gulf water is 90 degrees on the beach, and so uh, that that's a big difference. Uh, definitely, things are changing around here. It's an unusual year. A very very. But I always say that. But this is this is we've set all kind of records for heat here. Our water's 89 when you start in the morning and 91 when you leave. That's nuts. Yeah, I'm looking at 90-degree water here in the bay this morning, you know, before mm -hmm. anybody gets out of the gate. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, our offshore water, I mean, goodness, 88 degrees, that's mm -hmm. hot. Yeah. Well, you know, I was listening to Sharky. When they run on out there 80 miles or something, is that water still 88 that far? Doesn't it cool down? No, I'm sure uh, it probably gets cooler way out there. Right, and, got uh, to. some of the depths they're fishing too for snapper and amberjack and all that. But uh, mm -hmm. and plus, you know, once you get away from the land and get way out there, it does calm down. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. It's just I mean, getting, there. Those... <laughs> getting there is the big yeah. deal, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, just trying to get through and hoping that wind dies down for these guys. But man, we'd run offshore with with the uh, on those pongos, those little those little boats, you know. And we'd go out there 30, 40 miles, and it was amazing how when you got out there, it would just slick off. Mm -hmm. It was just nuts. But we, we'd catch those amber jacks, and they, they'd just kill us. <laughs> just, they were hard. They were tough fish. That is Reef a tough donkeys. fish. Yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, they're, they're bad as a bone, man. God. But, uh, I'm just excited about our – you know, in this typical August pattern, we smoked them till 9 o'clock dragging out. And then when 9 o'clock came – the fish would follow it back up. You could see them. They bump it, and we were so hot we couldn't. We fishing on a boat so deep you can't wade. And right. by nine o'clock, you're so hot you got it. You know you got to get the boat moving. Sure. So, 
And that's what's happening this time of year, you know, with lure fishing. Uh, man, I'm glad to take you, but it's going to be a shorter day than I'm like used to fishing. It's just unless you get on some redfish. Uh, right. But it, it, it's a tough bite on trout after about 10 o'clock. Well, it's what we do this time of year, man. We just take the good with the bad and just roll through it and pray for fall yeah. and winter. It's coming. It's coming. I'm getting ready to go to deer lease and clean out the the trader stuff, get ready for bird season. So it's just right around the corner. I went to Academy already out of shells for me. <laughs> I went to Academy. There was no baskets left. There's that many people in there. There wasn't a basket to get. The Good line Lord. to check out was pop. The line to check out was probably an hour long. And so I said, well, I told my grandson, let's go to Hobby Lobby. Went over there and let him trash the store a little bit, you know, but, uh, it was all good. Well, it's, uh, you got to get stuff early these days. Man, it's nuts, isn't it? It's, it is nuts. You got to plan way ahead. Yeah. You know, you know, with, uh, uh, ammo and everything like that. Now, uh, what's the place there in, uh, oh, Eagle Lake area? What's that? Oh, Johnny Sports Shop. Johnny and I was Sports just Shop. To, I'm sure I they got pallets of yes. uh, dove loads. Yeah, and I was talking to Barry, and he says, man, I might have to rank a run up and see Jake to get some shells because he's got what you need. That guy's got it going on. But I might have to run up there and, and see him because, man, he is, that's, that's the best store. It's just amazing. He does such a great job. And he, and he gets well, what they the plan ahead, need. man. They, they uh, plan ahead. It's good. They do. And Mike they, Rickers uh, was the same stays, one when he had it. Yep, stay yeah. stocked up for mm-hmm. for the future. Mm-hmm. There wasn't even a box of seven mags to, for, to buy at Academy. That's ridiculous. You know, they got us down where I don't understand it. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I don't either. It's uh, mm-hmm. well, one, ammo is one thing I will not run out of. You know, years ago I bought, yeah. bought a lot of it because it would Man, it was dirt cheap compared to now. I mean, it's uh, I got oh, a small yeah. fortune in just ammo in all calibers, you know, because I used to shoot That's a lot, smart. but yeah. uh, I don't I don't anymore, and it's too darn hot to go shoot right now. Boy. Oh, I know it, you know. Yeah, and Fred came down this weekend, and he brought me a little brick of 22s. You got them somewhere real cheap, but, you know, it was a while there. You couldn't, you know, you could go in by just buy one or two boxes of 22 shells. Now they, they've kind of got that off, and you can find 22 shells. But Yeah, back in the day, every time I'd go through Academy, I'd come out with a brick. Just throw it in the basket, up. and, and uh, they uh, they add up fast. I got plenty of those. That's that'll be yeah. good for my grandsons for plinking when they yeah. get old enough, start shooting and everything. That's how you learn plinking uh, with well, a twenty-two. That's it, buddy. That's it. That's how that we all did shot. it, brother. It's mm-hmm. uh, and it's a lot of fun for them too. It's better than no, sitting, yeah. sitting on a game box or something. Looking at videos, and, <laughs> and get outside and do something, boys. Let me knock this breakout clip. I'll come right, right back to you, All buddy. Right. Hang with me. All right, you're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 619 here in the Bayou City. All right, Cliff, we are back, my friend. All right, buddy. I figured that all the people now are not – the beach is not going to be a crowd. A lot of people are doing their last shopping, I think, for, you know, today, the last weekend for school. So I'm, I'm thinking it's not going to be as crowded. It's normally not as crowded. When this man, it's hard to believe these kids have to start school so early now, man. Mm-hmm. Man, it is crazy, isn't it? Well, Man. I'd be mad you know, if I was still in school. Yeah. We never went back till after Labor Day. Oh, I know it. I know. I remember that. And, but, man, that's, that's something, isn't it? But, you know, I, it seems like they get a little more time off uh, on Christmas and vacations than we did. I can't remember what we got. I thought we only got like a week or so off right before the – Yeah, they got right spring break. We never got that. Yeah, we never got a spring break. We took it, but we never got it. No. <laughs> We had a deal up here called Splash Day. Everybody skip out of school and yeah, go down to Galveston yeah, yeah, on great. Splash Day, and and yeah. we'd watch uh, watch the banditos roll in on their motorcycles and all. It was a nice. big deal. Roll nice. cars off the nice. seawall. It's crazy. Yeah, God Almighty, man! But uh, <laughs> it's crazy, you know. And it's it's so much different here. Our, our beach, you know, everything's changed. But we never had that sarcasm weed coming here. Very little. Did you ever get it in Galveston in the summer? That's when our fishing would get good after that yeah. seaweed would come in. We never got it. Not like they predicted. It was supposed to be, you know, really bad yeah. this year, but I guess the and currents carried it elsewhere. I don't know. Yeah, and I think that brings in a lot of little shrimp and stuff. And But uh, I don't understand how the surf fish could be so good one year and just nothing the next year the next year would be good. It really cycles. It's got to be a lot of current stuff like that going on. But, uh, you, you know, and we still – you talk to all the guys back in Amazon, back in the land, cut all the areas that I fish, talk to a lot of guys. There's still plenty of fish where it's getting the bite after 9 o'clock because of the heat on these trout. Mm. Now, live bait's different. You know, live bait, they're swacking them all day long. You know, dropping down in 900 foot of water and catching Same them. Same here. But, uh, yeah, but you're, you know, you're lure fishing. Well, the last they're not thing we whacking did, them. They're, you know, they're having to work for them up yeah, here yeah, that's, with that's uh, live croaker. But this, this, you know, we start out real early, top water, and, uh, boy, that little, uh, uh, she dog's been smoking that little one. That's been a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a good little board. bait, man. Mm-hmm. And then we have to go to soft plastic. Even even my my double D slowed down. I think what it is on double D is a lot of floating grass. And I get about three or four cranks on it. And she's grassing up. Right. And the top water, I'm just going right up on that rock, and, and you're going to get your blow up the first two or three feet off that rock because those fish are circling those rocks. And you know, a good pattern to use this time of year when the sun comes up, and you can see the shadows of your rocks on those calm days. These fish travel from rock to rock. Don't think you got to sit there on that rock and hammer each one of those rocks. Go ahead and pull out way deep and throw them around those rocks because those fish are traveling from rock to rock back and forth, and you'll catch right. them out in the sand. You'll, you'll save a lot of lead heads. But, uh, you know, and that's, what, that's one thing about staying on top water before the sun gets high. You, you, you can't see the shadows of the rocks, and you'll lose a lot of bait. You'll stay hung up. And then when you've got one hung, guy hung up, if he doesn't break off, you got to pull over the rock. You're probably going to bump the rock and spook your fish out of there. And so I try to tell everybody, look, let's stay on double Ds and top waters and float suspension baits until the sun comes up, and then we can target the shadows. And then we throw up on the shadow, reel it back, and let it fall right next to the rock. And that's, that seems to be the trick. But uh, I was thinking about in the old days, I was, I, I was always going through records, you know, what's happening in August. And uh-huh. I, look at this, I look at this one day, and it was Paul Eccleson. He was an old fishing guide, and for some reason we were fishing with uh, Fishing Texas. He was, he had him or something, and it's August. And I know what we're doing a show. It's back in, I don't know, way back in the 90s or something. And it was crystal clear, and we were sight casting these trout. You go up to a rock, Mickey, and there'd be a black circle around the rocks, swimming in the circle. That trout were swimming in the circle around those rocks. Yeah, just like bait Paul, fish do. Yeah, and Paul Eccleson, he casted a 29-inch, sight cast a 29-incher, 
it, what it did, it moved, and it came up on, on top of the rock, just kind of cruised up on top of the rock, and he flipped in front of it and caught that fish on camera. It's on, it's on camera, 29-inch sight cast wow. on camera. That's one of the better ones caught in fishing Texas. But I remember that, and uh, I think Alan had a pistol grip rod that day, one of those bass pistol grip rods. And those trout were wearing him out, man. It was good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I Talk don't about remember Alan all that Warren? Texas. Al, it was Keith and Alan both. They both did the show. Yeah. I did shows with both of them. Right, I, think I it was, did too back in the day. I think it was we started out with Alan, then we ended up with doing them with Keith. But uh, man, we we had some. Uh, I look at some of those old videos, some of the equipment we had, Mickey. Oh my God! World I War II, you know? baby. I mean, oh it's my amazing God. we even caught any big fish on that garbage yeah. we were fishing with, man. Uh-huh. And uh, you look, you look at those those old TV shows and go, God damn it! I've, I've really gotten old now. I <laughs> said, man, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I get to looking back at old pictures and I'm going, man, what happened? What happened, dude? What happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> no wonder I hurt so bad, man. Lord God. have mercy. <laughs> but it's all good now. I got another truck going to last another 20 years, so I got to get a new boater on the boat. I'm good for another 20. So. Well, that's your goal is to outlive your new truck. That's it. I'm going to try. Man, I keep fishing until I can't find my way back to the marina. That's 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 when you got to quit when you can't find your way back. Yeah, we, you know, I've seen that over the years. I had one guy that lived there by me on Trinity Bay, and he got older and Man, he'd go out in the bay and get lost. He'd been fishing that bay yeah. all his life, man. He's, you know, dementia was starting to set in. It was pitiful to watch. It just. I know. That's what happened. Well, after one of our good guys here, the pickle, he wore green every day. We call him the pickle. And the pickle couldn't find his way back. You know, he was in his late 90s, late 80s, almost 90. And then, you know, after he put that boat in the truck, it wasn't much longer. He was gone. But thank God he was able to float around until it was in. I just want to float. I just want to float around until it's the end. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to curl up in the dirt and die. I want to be out here and you know at least be in the water. You know. Yeah, doing something. You know, doing something. Fishing, man. hunting, whatever you like to do, it just yeah. it creeps up on you. It gets here before yeah, you know it. That couple of weeks I was off just killed me trying to buy a truck, getting all the stuff fixed on the boat. I just you know, but it's so hot. You and what normally I get to do is I get to go out at daybreak and do a little fishing in the surf. You, know, you feel like you did something, catch a few trout in the surf and take the dogs well this year it's like the, in the morning's over and there's nothing to do then it's so hot and you go sit in the umbrella at the beach and hope there's a little bit of surf but it's just a very unusual year for the surf and the bay and the bay's what hurt us is the fish are there it's, it's the direction of the wind and i know you guys are fighting it too the southwest is, is hard here. yeah it just it just bites big time yeah at least at least plug those guys got some tarpon to chase and hope that the wind gets down for them because i know plug's going to hose them again i love that the other day when Plog says, we did okay. We got nine out of 15. That was, that was so yeah, good. It's just okay day. Just mediocre. It was just you know? okay, man. That's amazing, isn't it? That is but something. Have uh, you ever been on a day like that? Have you ever been on a day like that out there? One, one time. One time. Uh-huh. And that's when I was telling him, he goes, yeah, we got nine out of 14. I said, hey, that's better than trout fishing right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's nuts, man. That's the best I ever, ever had was with Brian down there, Brian Barrera. That was an incredible trip I had a couple of years ago down with him. I think we jumped three or four, you know, and we landed that monster. But that was something. Well, that, that made it all, that, that big fish, you know, when you catch one over 200 pounds, that's just, that's yeah, epic. That was, yeah, and I'm done. <laughs> Stick a fork in me, I'm done on tarpon. But uh, when, I time, when I time when they hook up. Man, I don't I'm know whether I could fight a 200-pounder in again. I know it's tough. I'm gonna hand the to somebody heat, else. As hot as it is, boy, that'll you talk about yeah. uh, get your milk. That'll wear you down, buddy. Yeah, I caught it August. Yeah, August. That's nothing for these young whippersnappers. Yeah. They beg for another one. Oh, it ki- it killed me, and they're pouring water on me, and I was I was bad. I was hurting bad. I was three I hours, one day, three hours, you know. We caught we we caught. Uh, I think we boated seven or eight, and oh lord. And, uh, I trolled back around and got on them again and drifted down and I uh, had the rods out and uh, three rods went off and everybody just stood there looking at each other. <laughs> I said, somebody you pick up a rods. Man, Captain, let, let's see you reel one in. I said, no, I'm the guide, man. Y'all get on them rods or we're going home. And, uh, You'd be like Wicked Tuna, just leave them in, leave them in the holder and start That's what they up. did. Uh, we got three fish jumping in the air at one time. Nobody wants to pick a rod up. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's—I felt real sorry for you there. That's tough stuff, right there. But, uh, but those 
two of those guys, the two brothers, they were they were young. They were like nineteen, twenty, big old corn fed guys. They played football at A and M, and uh, they could they both caught a I think one was a two oh one and a two oh three. They had them on at the same time, and they were off the bow. And both those fish were just freight training away from us, and it was actually pulling my twenty five foot boat, my hydrosport. Just pulling it across the gulf, fighting those two fish in. I can't believe they didn't get tangled up. They were just yeah. like they were running right next to each other and just free jump. It was, it was cool. That was that was awesome. Yeah, that's that's amazing. That is something. You know, we just every once in a while we'll get them here like that. Porter Ranges used to have used to be just unbelievable amount of, of of tarp in there, and I haven't heard a lot. I'm sure they're there. They keep it quiet, but you know, there's there's videos of Porter Ranges too where there's just acres of them on top of the water, just nuts. Yeah, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, was, I, I've was, seen some old pictures yeah. of Teddy, you know, yeah. with uh, Tarpon. He'd yeah. go to Port Aranjas to fish. Uh huh. them old wooden that. boats and everything back in the day. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen some of those rods they fish with. That those old bamboo rods. That that was something else, buddy. Just holding that rod for forty or fifty minutes would wear you out <laughs> without a fish on it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You kind of weigh twenty have pounds, those, man. Yeah. With a big old reel on them. And when I first fished, you kind of had those big old 80 wides, those monster reels for the marlin. Right. The last time I went fishing six or seven years ago, he had the little bitty braided you know, with braid on them, smaller, mm-hmm. a lot, you know, a lot lighter equipment. They've come a long way in technology. We were catching, we were flying, we were flying kites and, and dangling bait for, for big yellow fins, and we caught those big yellow fins on kites and light. Well, the reels weren't really light. They they look light, but they still had, you know, 70-pound, 80-pound test on them with sure. several hundred yards. But you didn't have to hold the weight of that that reel up on your stomach, and it was a it was a game. And he actually had a belt before you stick your t-shirt on the butt of the rod. Yeah, and, you know. But Instead he actually of a went back, belt, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, hey, a lot of those guys would, get, would carve out rubber balls and stick them on the butt so they could hold that ball really? against their stomach while uh, they fought them in. It wouldn't bruise them up. Oh my god, I remember my stomach being black, all bruised up. Oh my yeah, cup, remember that? Have bruises all over your gut. Oh man, I couldn't stand up my back. I caught a 700-pound black on stand-up tackle, and Chicano forgot the belt. And I was on him over three hours, and we got him to the boat, and the next day I could not stand up. I was bent over, and my stomach was black. And my hands my hands were cut up because I tried to help him with the bill, trying to grab the bill. And I right. just, you know, everybody else got a rag, and I just grabbed onto it. You got to have gloves, man. <laughs> uh, you know, when, you're, when you're 25 years old, you don't need nothing. And grabbing onto that. Kind of like the way we used to stick our hands down in those trout's mouths, man. You know, yeah. hey. Yeah. Then we, yeah, marks. we ended up losing that fish too. We ended up losing it. We had the leader, got him on video and all that. He jumped in almost into the boat and uh, he got off. But that was knocked me down and cut the back yeah. of the chair. But that was one of those days. Like we're we're glad we didn't get hurt. You know. Well, it was. We a had catch. some days with Chicano was. <laughs> yeah, we had some days with Chicano was not safe. I mean, he, safety was not a big priority. Well, I'd like to just, met that guy. Some of the stories I've heard about him, man, what a he character! Was an animal. He was an animal, dude. Absolutely. Animal. He's the kind of guy who'd put a knife in his mouth and dive in the water to fight a shark <laughs> yeah. or something. You know. <laughs> he was something, man. Yeah. <laughs> he would do some crazy stuff. He was wicked with the knife. I remember when John Glenn, the taxidermist, came and. John caught that giant bull dolphin. I mean, it was one of the biggest ones I've ever seen. It was like a record. And he wanted to skin it in the boat. He took the skin off. And then when he got to taking the skin off and the head and rolled up, Chicano got with his fillet knife and took the meat off that thing in about two seconds. I was just amazed. I mean, that guy was wicked. He could take a beer bottle and and pick it up and take that knife and knock the top off it, you know, just real quick, pop, knock it off and never hit the glass. <laughs> he just, oh, you know, the back knock the cap off of it. Yeah, knock the cap off the beer and never, you know, like most time you put it in your hand and pop it off. He would take it, just hit it with the knife and knock the cap off. You go, oh, there's no broken glass here. You know, you do it just constantly. So, Chicano and he didn't drink himself. Benny, Benny you know, he never drank. <laughs> yeah, he never drank himself. But uh, right, he, he could open those beers. You know, <laughs> I watch guys open them with their teeth. Going, man. Oh, Chicano did that a few times too. Make me nuts. You know. Yeah, that's God. glad you got good teeth. <laughs> yeah. When we fished with the top dogs down there, he got that top dog in the back of his hand. We're fishing those big rooster fish, throwing out there and those rooster fish just eating those top waters. And Chicano gets one in the back of his hand. He don't stop nothing, dude. He just grabs a pair of pliers and just pop, 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 rips it out. Looks like liver on those hooks, big old chunks of meat. His hands <laughs> bleeding like crazy. He's still casting. You know, r- blood running down his He's still firing that thing out there, casting. Don't even think just a day at work, you know. It's crazy. 
Water we got to go numb it up, you know. We got to go numb it up, but not him. You know, you just go on with it. What was the name of that lagoon? It was the Lagoon of Death or whatever, the ones with the saltwater crocodiles in them or whatever? Oh, uh, the Playa uh, de Marte. Playa de Marte? Pla de beach was, yeah, Playa de Marte was the beach there. And then they had all kind of just really, really. I fished out of Punta de Mita over there, La Cruz de Canawasa, where Chicano lived. And that marina, there was nobody there but him and a couple other commercial fishermen. And I went back four or five years ago, and it was like Miami Beach in there, all these big yachts and stuff in there from Puerto really? Rico. So, yeah, things have changed down there where he's at. So, you know, it's all a bunch of tourists. Before it was all those guys commercially fish with a rod and reel, you know, tuna and stuff like that, pargo, snapper. And I got to get right in the middle of that. I'm glad I was young because I couldn't do it now. Yeah. Well, all right, buddy. Well, it's always fun talking to you, Cliff. If uh, somebody wants to come down and fish with you and do some more talking, there's plenty of that. <laughs> yeah, <too>. buddy. <laughs> you got that right. How they get a hold of you, Cliff? Uh, all right, Mickey, Mary Code 361-949-0707. Hey, thanks for having me on, Mickey. Anytime, my friend. I always enjoy it. I'll talk to you next week. Be all safe. Right, all right, all right all see right. you, Cliff. All right, that's Captain Cliff Webb down in Corpus Christi. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. You can't miss it. And if you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's from their tanks to your live well. That bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system you can check them out firsthand at the store they have them on display all their different size bottles regulators and diffusers and if you need more info you can call jason cogburn at 281-701-8107 and while you're there check out all their wild caught guff shrimp they have them on display they run specials all the time they've had a good special going with those big 912s and uh check it out nothing nothing better than fresh shrimp from boys go to boydsonestop.com or you can call them at 409-945-4001. And when you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Final segment already. My time has flown by today. All right, it's 639 here in the Bayou City. Let's run up to Lake Livingston, to Penmall Campground and Marina, and let's check in with our good friend Harry Detan. Hey, good morning, Harry. How are you, bud? Hey, Mickey. Well, we're hot and sweaty up here this morning already, Mickey. It's plenty warm. Oh, yeah. You know? it's, uh, it's, uh, it's summertime. It's summertime. We're going to have another hot day today. But it's really here out there this morning. Uh, uh, at least right here where I'm sitting looking out, there's not a breath of wind and there's no noise. <laughs> you know, I mean, everything's just dead quiet. Uh, the wow. lake's flat as a plate. And uh, uh, my gauge said we got a six mile an hour wind, but it, it's not not a, not where I'm at. I mean, yeah. I don't know, but it's just it's just really uh, it's really kind of spooky feeling. We got a little cloud cover this morning, so uh, I think we're sitting on about eighty one or eighty two degrees. Right. So anyway, it's just going to be another another hot day. Uh, you know, the white bass they're still holding up. I'm still seeing some nice whites come in. Uh, uh, 
striped bass, uh, you know, not here lately, whatever it is, I mean, I've seen some pretty decent black bass come in in, in this hot weather, and there's some guys come in yesterday, and they had been fishing. They had a good day on the black bass, and, and <laughs> hey, who knows what happened. They said they caught them out about two foot of water, so so who knows? Who knows huh. what it's been? I don't it doesn't even make sense to me, but uh, that's what they said. But anyway, everything is kicking along about normal. This lake, it's uh, it's dropping like a stone, you know. I mean, uh, you know, I think uh, we're probably at least a foot and a half below normal pool. And uh, the bad thing about it, I mean, it's not bad. I don't think there's a lot they can do about it. But uh, uh, they're letting out... Uh, about, uh, oh, I can't remember, about 1,700 and something cubic feet a second, nearly 1,800 cubic feet a second, but the bad thing about it, they're letting out 1,000 more cubic feet a second than what we've got coming into the lake down in Dallas. That's, I mean. that's why it lake's dropping. That's the uh, lake is just steadily dropping, and we, uh, you know, we really need a, we need a rain. We've got burn bands on up here. Everything's dry. I mean, yeah, I saw dry. where there was a fire up there the other day. Two hundred acres really? burned yeah. or something. It, it could have been Mickey. I'd probably missed it. You know, uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, everything. They said it was on the wake, west side of Lake Livingston, San Jacinto County. Okay, all right. Yeah, it sure it sure could be. I mean, because everything is. Is uh, really, really, really dry. Uh, I'd be over in the Cold Springs area. I mean, if it, well, I, yeah. I, you know, I, I didn't even, I wasn't even looking for smoke or anything. So I, I but I'm sure, I'm sure it happened. It sure did. But uh, uh, everything is is really dry up here. Uh, there's not a, you know, the bad thing about it, you know, if, if Dallas, uh, if up in that area, you know, Livingston's got like 720 miles of watershed in the state of Texas. It just so happens that most of Texas is dry until you get up in the, the panhandle up yonder, and that's right. what's more up out of Dallas, you know, and uh, everything. They're still, they're still getting rain and stuff up yonder. The weather patterns have changed. But if we if we got some pretty decent rains here uh, in the next week, it, you know, it'd take, Mickey, it'd take quite a bit of water just to soak up the riverbanks for the water. Well, to yeah, it would. It'd um, take forever before you get some runoff, you know? Uh-huh. It sure would. So, you know, it. Uh, that's just kind of way it goes. I mean, but, you know, I mean, we're not we're not in bad shape now. I mean, we've been this low a lot of times. I mean, it's just like, it's just like, but if you look at the weather and stuff, there's not a lot of relief in sight from this heat and stuff that we're having. We've been, we've been water. We've been, we've got a lot of trees. We've been watering our trees here the last last week, and uh, just to kind of help them along a little bit to keep from keep from losing it. But you know, sometimes it's like a like a losing battle. We got so many trees to water. You know? Yeah, how much water do you have? To can you afford yeah. to give them? You know, that's. Uh... Oh. I've, I've got so I've got I can carry about a thousand gallons of water on my trailer. Yeah. So we pump it out of the lake and put it on the trees and it filters down and goes right back into the lake. So so anyway, it works all right. It's just kind of a pain in the neck to do. Well, there you go. You're the reason the lake's dropping up there. I am, Mickey. <laughs> I guarantee you, it's going. It, it hits the ground here and it just goes right back into the lake. I mean, you know, you. It sure does, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. But you know, I mean, and you know, it, uh, you know, if people get out on the water, I mean, uh, it's not quite low enough yet. But if it goes on down a little lower, you know, it's a great time to learn how to get up and down this lake. Well, sure, uh, learn where all the all the areas are you're not supposed uh, to run. Yeah, that's exactly right. And you know, once you see them one time, you'll never forget them. But but this lake, I mean, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I just pretty well run the channels up and down the lake, and, and there's channels going everywhere. All you do, you just got to know where to, to run at. And then if you come out of the channels, you know, you just ease on out with a little caution. You don't you don't have any trouble. But but as long as you keep that boat, you know, in the channels running, you know, 
30, 35. Are most of those water. channels marked, Terry? No, they are not. They're just they're just creek channels, Mickey. But yeah, you but just got to know them. You just got to know them. I mean, but once when you see the lake nut low, you'll you suddenly realize where the channels are at. Sure. You know, like if you're leaving out of Hidden Pinwall here and you're heading straight for Indian Hills, you know there's 32 foot of water all the way to Indian Hills, and you can just go right on down Indian Hills. And if you're going down to uh, Pine Island, you can just hold that boat. I don't know, maybe 7,500 yards off of the bank line, just go straight on down to Memorial Point. And when you get to there, you just shut the boat down. There's a 30-foot channel that cuts through that stump patch. You just kind of idle through there, you know, for about, I don't know, 100 yards, and then you can open up and go on down to Pine Island. Or if you, if you get up around those condominiums and you just put the tail of that boat on the condominiums and the tip of it on... Uh, the nose of the boat on the uh, west tip of the Pine Island, there's a channel that runs right straight through there. So, you know, the only thing about that one, right as you cross the river channel down there, there's a stump about as big as about as big <laughs> as uh, a diesel truck, you know. And, and I've got it on my GPS, and, and and I just lean a little bit to the left and go on by it. But, but with the water level on going down, it should be up above water where you can see it. But uh, That's a big one. That's a big stump. I mean, you know, and they sit in the water. You know, a long time ago, Mickey, we, we was we was uh, clearing some, the water that went down, we was kind of clearing some brush and stuff off the bank line, cleaning it up. There was one little old stump out yonder, and, and that, that stump, I bet it wasn't three inches in diameter, and I said, well, just hook the pickup onto it, and we'll pop it up out of the ground. That might have well been a three-inch steel post. I guarantee it, <laughs> it didn't. It didn't give at all. They're gonna budge we, that one. We never did. We wind up just getting a chainsaw and, and uh, cutting it off short. When they uh, flooded that lake, uh, what was the name of that little town that they flooded? I mean, it just. Uh, Mickey, I don't, I don't know. Well, I'm trying to and, uh, remember the history of that. Uh, uh, what was it? Um, just east of me, the, the, you know, the railroad tracks came up uh-huh. out of the lake, and and just right behind Pinwall, they that was uh, Blanchard right under. They had a, they had a, a, a general store feed, uh, feed fly and stuff like that, and the train would stop right yonder and offload uh, stuff there and going across. But that, those tracks, they went on across the lake, and they went, or you might say, not quite, but right through that Dove Island area and, and hit the bank over on that side. And, uh, and then there was a town uh, right down close into the bottom, and I, I can't remember what that town was, but I know I was out on the lake one time, it was several years ago, and, and uh, I was jacking around, and, and I was going to set an anchor, and I set that anchor, and, and you know when you set an anchor, sometimes you can hear a thump come back up, and uh, and I lifted, I dropped it again, I could hear that thump. I know there, uh, there is some, uh, I pulled over top of it with my, with my fish finder and looked at it, there's some kind of old building like, like I've something right on top of the roof, you know. I, right. I don't have any idea what it was. I was told by another older guy that was quite a bit older than I am that uh, that was an old, uh, in that area, that was an old orphanage. And and that was, that area that I was in, I was just off of, oh, if you went down uh, uh, 190 Roadbed and you hit the river, I was just on the, Oh, you might call it the north side of the river, you know, about a, I don't know, uh, eighth of a mile off of it. But, uh, and I've, I've gone back several times looking for it, and I never had to hit that again. Uh, but that, that, yeah, I don't think it's moved. It's just me. I couldn't find it. But heck, that, if that, that was before GPS. If you had your GPS, all you'd do is hit your button, and you'd have it forever. But, but uh, that's when you had to kind of look at bank lines and, everything else and kind of triangulate and, and uh, hope you hope you get in there pretty close, you know. But, uh, but th- this lake, you know, they, uh, you know, they left quite a, they left a lot of standing 
have timber in it. And uh, so that's why there's so much of what it is. But a lot of it, you know, it's gone down quite a bit from compared to what it used to be. But right. I had a friend, you know, they lived over at, out of that Cold Spring area, and his granddad had uh, had a bunch of cattle running in the, the bottoms before they flooded this lake. And, and uh Anyway, uh, I think the rains came quicker and it started. The water started rising quicker than what they wanted. But they, all them cattle trapped, uh, uh, trapped over on uh, Pine Island, and uh, they they had to build makeshift barges out. I think the pontoon boats or stuff, and they went over and they had to load all them cattle and ferry them back to the other side right. to, to get them back out of the way. But but uh, you know. It, that was just what you had to do. But uh, things are going good up here at Livingston. I mean, uh, you know, for this time of the year, if you look back in years past, a lot of times in August we've been a foot or two foot low, especially prior to Wallaceville. But we, we tend to kind of forget that. But this heat that we've been having, that's a that's a different, a little different story. It It is hot. We hit, I think yesterday, I think we had at like 104, I think. Yeah, I saw it got hot up there. I think I, I saw it on my phone. It came up uh, 104. You're right. Yeah, I mean, it, I, <laughs> you just you just shake your head and go on. You know, I mean, run run for an air conditioner someplace. But you know, you, you, <laughs> if you're outside all the time, you don't notice it bad. But if you get in, you know, if you're in and out, you can just it feels like you're walking through an oven. But uh, anyway, I guess. We'll make it one way or the other, and I'll be sure we'll. But uh, things, things are uh, pretty good. I, I can tell you one thing, Mickey, it's a quiet morning up here. It sure is. Uh, there's not a, not a lot of traffic at all. I mean, uh, that's kind of understandable with the, with the heat and everything. But uh, uh, fishing's been good. The whites are still running good. Uh, you know, yeah, I see they're still, they're not catching them like they were, but they're still getting them pretty no, good. They're not. No, they're not. No. Uh, the shed's trying to split up a little bit, and it's getting hot. But, but uh, no, it's nothing like it was. We had a really a good a good year on, on, on white bass, and especially the catfish. Uh, and black bass started slow, but here in this hot weather, I don't know what it is, but here lately, the black bass have been, have been starting to come back on, so. So I don't know. Every every time, everything's different all the time. I mean, anyway, we'll make it one way or the other, and I'm sure we'll. But, uh, we just we just need a little bit of rain up here, and we'd be in, we'd be in real good shape. We we could get a get a couple inches of rain, and and uh, that would be great. But uh, I don't. It doesn't look like it. Best I can tell, looking at my weather. We're up here, I mean, the next 10 days, it's just going to be 100 degrees straight across, just, just keeping on uh, being hot. So, anyway, it'll uh, it'll be all right, you know. But, uh, anyway, it's pretty nice in the late afternoon. You can get in your boat and have, you can have a nice boat ride on these late afternoons or uh, sun going down. So, it's not, not too bad. Yeah. But that's where we're at this time of year, man. It's it's the time of year. It's time. Well, it's just about. I told uh, somebody said something about it. I said, well, I said it's all right. I said it's it's the time of year people get ready to to go in the morning deer leases and rideaways and stuff, getting ready for deer hunting, setting up corn feeders, and uh, you know, although the lake's going down, but you know we're fixing to hit that natural happening, and, and that's uh. Uh, it's uh, deer season coming up, so uh, you know there's it's just a, a definite pattern that that's always happened in this area. You know, I mean, it's about about middle of August, uh, people start getting ready for uh, for hunting season, putting school kids in school. You know, and a lot of these schools are starting. I think one of them starting around the seventh of August. I may be wrong. Yeah, about there's that. some of them going back this next week. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's uh, my gosh, that's pretty early, I would think, you know. But uh, but that's what they're gonna do, you know. So I don't know. Uh, I don't, I'm 
I'm really kind of glad I don't have kids in school no more. Me really too. Am. We paid our dues. We paid our dues. Yes, sure All was. right, Harry. Well, hey, I got to roll, my friend. If somebody wants to uh, call you about coming up to Penoir or want to pick your brain a little bit, how they get a hold of you, buddy? Uh, just call us up here at uh, 936-967-4752. Hope everybody has a good, safe day today. Stay in and out of the weather if you can. We're going to do it. Get things done early and lay up in the afternoons. That's right. Yeah. All right, Harry. Hey, always a pleasure. You have a good weekend. Good talking to you, man. Take care, Mickey. Thank you. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. See you. All right, that's Harry Detan up at Penwa Campground and Marina on Lake Livingston. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. But we'll be back in the morning, bright and early, 4 a.m., right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.